This is a Daily Signal podcast bonus episode for Thursday, September 8th. I'm Virginia Allen. Queen Elizabeth II has just passed away. And here with us to explain what we know about the Queen's passing, honor her legacy, and discuss the future of the British monarch is the Heritage Foundation's director of the Margaret Thatcher Center for Freedom, Niall Gardner. Niall also served as a foreign policy researcher for former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Niall, thank you so much for being here today. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Queen Elizabeth passed away on Thursday at the age of 96. Niall, what do we know about her passing? Well, uh, of course, today is an incredibly uh, sad day, not only for the British people, but I think for the people of the United States and and across the uh, the Commonwealth and across the free the free world, and she was an incredibly inspiring uh, uh, leader. And um, you know, I have to say that uh, you know her passing away today um, was was actually very was very sudden, really. And um, she has had a number of health scares in the past, um, and I think that the the British people did not want to believe in any way that, that the Queen could pass away. And, you know, I cannot imagine actually a um, a world without uh, the Queen at, at the helm, actually. I mean, she was, uh, she was the, the British monarch for 70 years. That was significantly longer than even Queen Victoria uh, before her. And for most uh, British people, their entire lives have been lived uh, under the reign of Queen Elizabeth the the second, and so her passing away today, actually, despite you know her very vast age, is still a very big shock, actually. And I, I was hoping against all hope that she would pull through. Uh, and when the news came of her passing, uh, I, I could I could barely believe it. I mean, it was just uh, it was just a it was a huge shock, really. And and uh, um, my hope had been that the Queen would be with us at least to the age of 100. Uh, her mother had lived to, I think, 102 years old. Uh, and uh, so I, I'd i hoped that the Queen would be with us for many, many more years. And um, earlier this week, she actually, uh, in fact, uh, met with um, uh, Liz Truss, our new, new Prime Minister, uh, to give her assent a to the new government. And she also bid farewell to Boris Johnson. So she was working to the very end. This was the spirit of, of the Queen, really, that an incredibly hard-working person. And she literally was working up up until you know just just a day before she passed away, mm. at the age of ninety-six. And and you know that kind of dedication to her country, the selflessness, the spirit of service, just incredible. You know, and you you rarely see that today. Uh, and so she was somebody who lived her entire life for her country. Uh, I had the opportunity to meet her on on a couple of occasions, including at. Lady Thatcher's uh, 80th birthday uh, party. Uh, and the Queen was just a fi- figure of immense grace, but also humility as well. And, and the Queen was an incredibly humble person considering the, the tremendous you know, power that she actually wielded in so many, in many respects. Uh, and, uh, but I, I remember uh, a lady of, of tremendous warmth, grace, good humor, uh, and who was so dearly loved, and uh, I'm just, I'm uh, just heartbroken by by the news today. I mean, it's just, it's just devastating. Yeah, we're seeing images of crowds gathered outside Buckingham Palace to mourn the loss and express their support for the royal family. For yourself, as a Brit, what was that first thought that went through your mind when you learned of her passing? Um, 
you know, I, I couldn't believe it actually. I mean, I, I heard, I had a call from uh, from a TV producer who, in advance of the of the official notice, who said that the Queen had passed away, and I and I said to the producer that um, you know I, I simply couldn't believe, it, and I would not believe it unless you know until there was an official statement, and I I, I was still hoping against hope that she would survive, mm. and so um, my immediate response was just disbelief actually I and mean, I, I could not believe it uh, and uh and as i mentioned earlier you know it's can't imagine a world without the queen in it yeah uh, mm-hmm. and she will be succeeded of course by prince charles who will will be the uh, the the new king but uh you know this is the end of an era and and so um i think this is just such an immense loss not only for a country but for the entire free world i mean she she was really, in many respects, the leader of the free world, the Queen, over the course of many generations. And I, I think that no doubt several U.S. presidents would actually defer to that that view, you know, <laughs> uh, because she was the, the embodiment of leadership on the free world. Mm. Uh, and uh, and so, you know, we will forever cherish her memory and her spirit lives on in, in all of us. Uh, and, uh, you know, she is... She has not departed from our from our hearts, and and her soul, you know, remains as as just uh, the embodiment of what life is all about, isn't it? Really, mm. and so, you know, the, the the queen, in my view, she may has have physically passed away, but but she, you know, she lives on in our hearts and will always be there. Yeah. And speaking of of presidents, she met with a number of U.S. presidents. I yes. believe around eleven, um, yeah, at least. At, at least, least yes. yeah. yeah. What yeah. what was her relationship with the U.S. and and yeah. what were her interactions like with U.S. presidents? Yeah. So as you mentioned, I mean, she she met with at least eleven presidents. I I think actually she uh, may have met even with about thirteen. I think mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson may have been the only president she didn't meet with, mm-hmm. uh, and. Um, most recent, of course, she met with Joe Biden. Um, so she had a, a very warm relationship with every, every U.S. president she met. It, it didn't matter what political persuasion they're from. And the Queen was above politics. She never in, involved herself in politics, and rightly so. So she was, uh, you know, somebody who warmly greeted every U.S. president, and it didn't matter what political party they were from. She never intervened in politics, uh, and that was her style. Uh, she she firmly adhered to the view that the monarchy should not be involved in political matters, uh, and I think that is that is the right approach because that ensures as well that there's no political controversy surrounding the uh, the sovereign, the monarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she had a very a very warm relationship, I think, with every U.S. president she met with, uh, and especially with Ron, Ronald Reagan. I think I, I don't know if the Queen ever spoke of favourites, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know the Queen. Um, I think loved meeting with Ronald Reagan, not least because Reagan has such a close partnership with Margaret Thatcher, uh, and my former boss, Lady Thatcher, was uh, was actually very very close to the the Queen, despite what you may see in the Crown and you know <laughs> uh, fictional uh, depictions. Uh, Margaret Thatcher had a very very close partnership with the Queen. Hmm. They were the two most powerful women in the world, yeah, uh, and they were the leaders of the free world in their day, together with Ronald Reagan. Uh, and and so the Queen loved America. She loved the spirit of freedom in America. She loved everything about the United States. Mm. Uh, and uh, and I think that she she greatly enjoyed meeting with every U.S. president that she met with. Yeah. Uh, and and she never put politics ahead of her sense of duty. Mm. 
Explain what is going to happen in Britain in the coming days and weeks. Uh, well, so um, ba basically, uh, we are going to have a period of mourning in the United Kingdom, uh, and uh, that will be followed by the uh, the official ascension to the throne of of uh, Prince Charles, who will become King Charles. And so we are entering a new era for the United Kingdom. It's the end of the Eliz second Elizabethan era. At Elizabeth the first, the the first Elizabethan age, we had the second Elizabethan age, seventy years. We will have the new era of of uh, King Charles, uh, and uh, but there is a, a very detailed process that is involved in terms of the the ascension to the throne of the new king. Uh, the the royal um, family, the royal household, will have been preparing for this for many years, if not even decades, and so there is a an established protocol in in place. It's very detailed. the uh, The full details will be uh, no doubt released. I think to the public in the course of the next 24 hours uh, in terms of the a a exact timing. And uh, Charles will be, I think, quite a different uh, monarch to, uh, to her, to his, his mother, actually. And it's going to be a different kind of monarchy in some, in some respects, actually, with, with Charles at the helm. Hmm. But, um, but I think the monarchy is in very safe, you know, very safe hands. And when eventually uh, King Charles uh, passes away many decades from now, then um, Prince William will become king. Yeah. And so, um, you know, one of the great things about the royal family is that everything's meticulously uh, planned, organized. Uh, there's nothing else like the royal family in the world. You know, the, the, the royal family is... <laughs> Is an incredible institution, you know, and and the planning that's involved in all the affairs of of state here, um, absolutely rigorous, intense. The planning takes place over the course of many, many decades, uh, and so everything that you see over the course of the next few days will have been planned even decades ago. Mm -hmm. And what do you think the British people's thoughts are on Prince Charles becoming? King Charles, and do you think that there's any chance that the monarchy ends with Queen Elizabeth II? No, no. I mean, the, the monarchy is very strong. Uh, I think it's in very good shape. Uh, the Queen has ensured that. Uh, and you know, if you look at the opinion polling in the UK, support for the monarchy is usually between 70-80%. Even here in the United States, uh, opinion polls have shown that um, the royal family is is generally greatly admired. And in fact, the Queen had an approval rating in Gallup polling across the decades in the United States, usually over 70%. Hmm. Uh, and uh, the royal family, interesting enough, despite, you know, uh, the history, previous clashes between <laughs> Great Britain and <laughs> American people, uh, the royal family is very popular in America. And so, uh, you know, I think the royal family is going to be with us for many, many centuries to come. Uh, and uh, Prince Charles is not as popular as as the Queen has been, but he will grow into the role of, of king. Uh, Prince William, who will succeed him, is immensely popular. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and so uh, the future of the monarchy is secure. There's no there's no question of of you know uh, the monarchy ending or something. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's going to be in place for. Uh, for many, many centuries, I, I, I mm -hmm. believe, to, to come. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very strong institution. Uh, 
uh, and and I think that uh, Prince Charles w- will be a, a strong king, uh, and um, you know I think that uh, Prince William, who will succeed uh, Charles, uh, the head of the throne, will be an immensely popular uh, monarch, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know the, the 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 future of the royal family is is secure and in good hands. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that Queen Elizabeth II uh, was very good at at not weighing in on yes. political matters. Yeah. Do you think that we would see the same thing from a King Charles? Yeah. So uh, Charles has uh, intervened on political matters a number of times, especially on environmental issues, also recently on immigration matters. Uh, and usually his interventions have been met with strong criticism from especially conservative uh, uh, ministers and members of parliament. Um, and there is a general view, consensus in the UK, that the, um, the, the monarchy should not be engaged in political matters. And uh, Charles has promised not to engage in any political uh, controversies uh, once he becomes king. So I expect he will adhere to that uh, because if the uh, if the king or queen gets involved in politics, that actually undermines the strength of the monarchy. One of the key reasons why the monarchy is so strong and remains in place in the UK is that it doesn't get involved in political matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, certainly not, not the sovereign at the, at the helm of the royal, uh, the royal family. So, uh, so I expect Charles will honour that and will not become involved in political issues mm-hmm. as, as king. Niall, as the years pass, what do you think Queen Elizabeth II will be most remembered by? What will be her lasting legacy? I think she'll be remembered as somebody who led her country with a spirit of incredible dedication and service. And the queen was somebody who, without any kind of ego, she was a very humble uh, person, uh, she was somebody with the sense of living for a higher purpose. Now, Margaret Thatcher, who I worked for for many years, was exactly the same. I mean, she lived every moment for her country. And so Margaret Thatcher and the Queen are very similar people in that respect. Uh, and I think she'll be remembered ultimately for seven decades of service. She didn't see her reign as ruling over the British people. She regarded her time as the monarch, as a sovereign, as one of service to the British nation. And that, that's what she was all about. And that kind of inspira- that kind of example is so incredibly inspiring to see. You see that so rarely today among political leaders, you know, or, or, uh, uh, or politicians. And of course, uh, the Queen was not a political leader, but um, the, the head of state. Uh, and uh, but she she was somebody who you know was always thinking about how she could serve her country and so that 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 is a tremendous testament to her life her legacy uh, and and her you know spirit of 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 service so that 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 lives on yeah Niall thank you we really appreciate you coming on today Uh, my my pleasure thank you very much having me on the show Uh, incredibly sad day Mm. Uh, but we but we cherish the memory of of, uh, of an, a truly incredible figure mm-hmm. who impacted all of our lives and we, we will never forget the Queen. 
And thank you to all of our listeners uh, for joining us today for this bonus episode of the Daily Signal podcast. You can join us uh, every day at 5 p.m. for the top news and every morning for our interviews with lawmakers and policy experts. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your evening. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. The executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Doug Blair, and Samantha Rank. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.